0: EFTM Take
1: cars Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor on
2: EFTM.
1: Well, good-eye, good eye. Hello! Did you miss me? Um happy lockdown, folks. That's um that's the tone that I'm going with with regards to lockdown from now on. And you'll hear that through throughout the show I think we should just call it happy lockdown you know that way we're embracing it as something that um, we don't have control over we don't have control over Christmas we don't have control over Easter or birthdays we say happy those so let's have a happy lockdown Um, that is the reason why I haven't been able to deliver a show for the last few weeks and I've always said this and if you're a a long time listener you're probably bored of me saying it but I I can't do everything every week Um, I just can't Uh, and with the with the uh, extra things required and that is, you know, trying to work around um, not doing the today show in the studio. So trying to come up with ideas for that I can do remotely here from the, from as they described this morning, Australia's best man cave or something. Um, You know, I've got to do the today show from, from the office now. Um, I've got to help at home more than ever. Um, My wife works. I'm trying to help with the homeschooling on days where I can um, and just trying to get stuff done. And also, like I think, um, I think it just has a, a mental impact on you, not in a negative like overall mental health situation. I just mean it's draining to to be continually pushed around by this COVID stuff, um, and not have a kind of clear positive vision for the future. And I think that that that's something I struggle with is trying to get the motivation to to pick up and do these things. So, um, luckily, my wife. Um, this morning said, listen, I'm I'm cool to, to homeschool today. You get your work done. And so I went, I've actually got a video to produce and then I've got a couple of hours. I'm going to smash out a podcast. And look, the way the podcast works, if you haven't worked it out. I get a lot of emails and I print them out and then I make phone calls. And, you know, I've got like 11 pages of emails here, probably, I don't know, 200 emails. Then um, I've just tried to ring as many people as I can to fit into the show. Um and it's, it's not even a Tuesday. So people were not expecting the call in any way, shape or form. So it is a, a block of time I need to find and be able to just churn away. So um, hopefully uh, we can get through a cracking show and cover all those issues. If you're homeschooling, I'm thinking of you. Um, if you're in lockdown in Sydney or Melbourne, we're thinking of you. Um, if you are in lockdown and you've got kids um, and you want a, a, a voucher for Stan, I've got a bunch. I'd Love to help you out with that. Um, don't email me if you're a pest and just doing it because you want it for yourself. If you've got kids and you know that they're getting more screen time but you want them off YouTube, um, let me know and I will get you a little voucher to get you through uh, a month or so of Stan um, because I've found that the kids are obviously on the screens more but I've just been saying when I hear a YouTuber, if it's not Mark Rober or DP because I'm okay with them, if it's Mr. Bloody the Beast or Unspeakable or that other idiot gamer dude with the high-pitched voice, um, I just say get off it and get onto something re- something real is what I say, and that means Netflix stand or Disney or um, one of the proper services. So it makes a difference to have the movies available, the TV shows and that kind of stuff on stand. So that's why I make that offer to you if you're interested, um, just to give you a crack at the... Uh, at the service if you haven't already used it. So, yeah, that's available for you. Um, Lots of cool stuff up on the website, as always, eftm.com. And I've just published a video today of the JBL um, Live Pro Plus headphones. They are amazing, like really good headphones. Um, I've been blown away by them. And uh, I finally got around to getting a video out about those. I will take some photos and put those up on eftm.com soon. Um, And the boys, Scott and Daniel, have also been pumping out a few good things too. So lots going on. Uh, We've got a new security system at the office I'm going to review soon. I've got a F1 play seat that is now my gaming rig with a beautiful uh, OLED TV. We're going to play some games with the kids when they pop into the office as well. Uh, We've been a bit going on. There's a bit going on. So yeah, happy days. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I'm glad to be back. I'm sorry to have abandoned you like that for a couple of weeks, uh, but I'm back. And I will try and meet my commitment to be at least fortnightly, if not try and push out those weekly ones as we go. So thank you very much for listening. This is the EFTM Podcast.
3: Thank you for listening.
1: Good to be back taking your calls, helping you out with any tech question you've got. Simon's, uh, sorry, Scott's on the line. G'day, mate. How are you, Scott?
3: Hey, you go, Trevor? Not too bad. What's happening? Oh, I just had some questions about the uh, the way VOLTE or Volte works on phone, and there's been been some talk about the um, Asus Zenfone uh, 8 that's being sold at JBI, actually, at the moment. And, um, and it's been just wondering how it's going to work with telcos because Vaulty doesn't work with some and not with others, and and it's very confusing. So just wondering well, if you can tell us I mean,
1: that. I mean, I'm not a massive expert on it, but what I can tell you is it is telco-dependent. So you could have... Like, I've never seen Vaulty appear on my iPhone um, on mm-hmm. the Boost network. Um mm-hmm. Yet, if you connect to the Telstra network, you you might get it. So, it's essentially a network decision. Um, we're talking about, Volte stands for those that don't know, voice over LTE, which means it's essentially using the data network to transmit the voice conversation, as opposed to using, I guess, as, as simple as saying, the traditional cellular network, which is weird, isn't it, Scott? Because they're the same thing, right? <laughs> but it's a, it's a yeah. different form of, of transmission of the voice component of the call. So... Your concern is that the Zenfone won't work?
3: Won't work. And then um, there's talk, um, I suppose, on forums that I've read that um, if you do purchase a phone and then in uh, when 3G stops working, you won't actually be able to make voice calls if the carriers don't open up Volte to your phone. So, um, yeah. There's... So the Zenfone, is the
1: Zenfone only a 3G phone?
3: Uh, well, my understanding is all calls go through g through 3G now and then only 4G and 5G is there for data and I think that's where the confusion is every call goes through 3G unless it goes through the Vaulty, which then goes through 4G data is that how it works
1: yeah i don't i don't think that is always the case yeah. now okay. I, I haven't personally used the ZenFone 8 and i don't know why any telco any uh, mobile brand would create a phone that only uses Vaulty. um mm. Because 4G is voice compatible, so that see Volte is an option for telcos essentially to streamline their network it's not about not using call not not having a call network and only having a data network um, so it's an option for them and yes the the, the the issue as you point out is that 3g if you if you see that as, as the system is being shut off in like june 2024 I think it is for Telstra. 24. So if I look at, say, for example, um, what am I on, an iPhone 11 here? Um, mm-hmm. I'm on the Vodafone network. This is using 4G. This is a 4G phone call we're making mm-hmm. right now. It's not a Volte right. phone call because 4G is capable of calls. Does, yeah, does okay. it, like it, I, I wonder if there's just confusion at, at the nerd level because they want Volte, and, and Z-Phone is good for vaulty um, but they don't have it on their carrier.
3: I think, yeah, I wasn't sure about the, the 4G and voice working either, but then I have heard then if it, you are on a call and then you try and also do something on the internet, the call will cut off if you're going through 4G. So I think that's where the. I've had the opposite experience.
1: There. I've I've had the yeah, experience yeah. where you're on a call and you know you're like, oh, hang on, let me look it up, and you you put the phone on speaker and you try and do something, and your data yeah. doesn't work, so it won't do both at the same right. time. There are right. certainly some phones and maybe a network issue that that won't allow your device to do both things, mm. which yeah. may be why, as you say, people would prefer Vaulty because then then it allows you to have the call and data operating at the same time. But you mm. the calls certainly don't drop out. Um, yeah. It's more about it, you know. A priority is given to the call, and so right. you you can't use your four G data. But I would argue, what do you need your four G data while you're on the phone for? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Is right. there something special about the Zen phone that makes you you want it?
3: Uh, I've already got it. I'm on talking to you on a phone Five Z at the moment. It's about three years old. I bought it, and it's always been a rock solid, great phone. And uh, yeah. the new one looks good with the waterproofing and, and things like that. But yeah. um, but uh, no, I was just more curious as to, yeah, how the, the carriers are going to work with this in the future as well because it just seems like a, um, there's a lot of talk about you know, grey market imports and things like that that aren't going to work in Australia if the carriers don't open these up to these phones. So it'd be and, interesting, interesting. And I would interesting, argue interesting that's why you students. shouldn't buy a grey import, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> JB Hi-Fi is selling it.
1: Um, yeah. I'd be concerned if they were selling something that would just brick itself, but I yeah. doubt they are. The bigger issue is what? how do these technologies roll out amongst the, the MVNOs, the smaller telcos? And the, the other example there is an eSIM. You know, such an easy thing to do, but yet the big telcos have not made eSIMs available to their MVNOs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But that will happen. Same with 5G. like Telstra's got 5G. When is that going to be available to Aldi and and, uh, and Boost? You know, yeah. it will happen, but it's really... They got to get their money's worth out of it. Maybe that's why they don't open vaulty and things like that to people as well. But right yeah. now, if it was at JB Hi-Fi, I wouldn't have a. I'd certainly have strong recommendations that you buy it because you are backed by warranty. And frankly, if it does brick itself because of that, you, you're kind of covered by Australian consumer law. So yeah, mm, exactly. if, if you want it, mate, go grab it. Yeah, uh,
3: thank you. All right, thank buddy.
1: You no worries, okay. Scott. Have a good one. Stay yeah, well. And uh, if you've got a question about tech, you can always get in touch as well. Scott, did you go to the website eftm.com? It's been a few weeks, so I'm getting through as many as I can get. Thank you for listening, uh, taking your calls. Go to the website eftm.com. And while you're there, download the app. Uh, the EFTM app for iPhone is still rocking, and uh, we've got some improvements coming. Uh, Ron's on the line. day, Ron. day,
4: mate. Thank you for the call. My pleasure. <laughs> what can I do for you? I have a uh, a problem with a uh, Win thirty two, El Dorado Trojan.
1: Wow, that's a solid virus name, El Dorado. It's,
4: it's a B J L, uh, Gen, whatever that means.
1: Yeah, sure.
4: Now I uh, I do run a number of uh, antivirus things. Maybe I run too many. <laughs> uh, the only one that picks it up is Iolo. Oh. All right.
1: Now what? Now, I, ha, thing, ha, ha, I, I so want to again. know this. I, I think so. So what you're saying is, it picks it up. Does it clear it?
4: Uh, it has a couple of times, and then uh, another time it said um, uh,
1: not fixed. Have you got one of the four options I'm about to read to you? Norton, Kaspersky, Trend Micro, or oh, now McAfee, the big four. Have you got any of those uh, four? No. How, no, how, I, how much are you paying for those antivirus systems that you have?
2: I
4: looked at the iolo was about nineteen. Uh, I do the malware bytes premium and the Avast
1: premium. Right, mate. Honestly, what I'd what I think your problem is you're infected and you need to start from scratch. Um, yep. If you're saying it it comes back, then there's something lurking. Now the only way yep. to do that is to not back up the whole device and restore it, but to back up your, your content, so photos and videos and files, put them on a, on a secure um, storage, or whether it's the cloud yep. or a hard drive, and wipe yeah, that yep. baby. Just wipe that computer. Uh, Windows key, restore, and just do a full wipe of the computer so it brings Windows back to scratch. And then install one by one the, the software that you need. I would also yeah. like to see whether you could try one of the big four and only one of the big four. So get rid of all the other ones that you're using, and yep. just go, right, I'm going to treat this like car insurance. I'm going to invest in the best. Yep. And, you know, we, I would recommend Trend Micro because we have a good relationship with them. But I always say those big four are the four that are yep. meant, to, meant to have the best protections on, on multiple levels. So uh, I'd be flabbergasted if you were infected with a computer that was protected by one of those four, mate.
4: Mate, the computer's two weeks old.
1: <laughs> wow. two. Sorry, yeah. in two weeks you've, you've uh, obtained this infection...
4: Well, I, I, I keep all my, my files on a portable hard drive, a Seagate, uh-huh. and uh, so my C drive and my H drive have both
1: got it. Is the H drive the external? Correct. Wow, man, that's, that's problematic because you don't want to introduce that to, to even a clean system. So yeah. you need to make sure that when you clean that system and go back to scratch... You you introduce one of those top level um, uh, antivirus internet security systems before you even plug that drive in, um, yep. and you need to in the settings you need to make sure that they're they're set up to scan external devices so that when you do plug that in it won't let you use it until it's been scanned, and then uh-huh. because it's an external hard drive it can be cleaned much easier because the yep. the C drive can be cleaned and then there can be other things lurking. Whereas the the H drive doesn't have any software on it, it only has files, so there's nothing yeah. there's nothing going to execute off that. So let's let's give that a crack. Um, I, I'd like you to try that in the next seven days. Get get yes. Trend Micro installed. Um, do the do the reformat, install it, and then plug it in and see what you come up with, and let yep. me know how you go. Will you, buddy?
4: I shall certainly do that uh, I feel like on Monday. Like a doctor Monday writing a prescription. Sure. Thank you, sir.
1: All right, mate. Um, your, your referral is to Trend Micro, and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks.
4: <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll give you a buzz. Thanks, my friend.
1: Good on you, mate. Cheers. Um, you know, referrals are important to, to, from a doctor. It's the only way the medical system works, apparently. Um, interesting. Like, it's funny I haven't heard about a, like a Trojan virus in such a long time. Um, and I, I respect that there's a bunch of pieces of software out there, and some of them are much cheaper, but there's also cheap car insurance and probably doesn't cover you for certain things, right? That's, that's why I want to know whether he's going to get that protection. Uh, EFTM podcast, you can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. And as I said, download the EFTM app. If you're on an iPhone, you're listening to this and you haven't downloaded the EFTM app, what the hell have you been thinking? Eh? Take a good, hard look at yourself. Taking your calls, helping you with your tech questions. Brad's on the line. day, Brad. How are you going? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you?
0: i uh, currently looking at a couple of TVs. Um, just don't know what to look for and what not to look for. What, um, what's our, What are we looking for size-wise? What can we fit in the lounge room? Uh, 75 is definitely what I want to get.
1: So you're saying 75 and up?
0: No, nah, 75.
1: Okay, spot on. Right, yeah. That narrows it nicely, yes? I've already made that decision.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I currently got an old
0: Samsung UA60 uh, H7000. Yeah which is an old 3D
1: LED. 3D, mate. You still got the glasses? Yep, still works. (laughs) Have you got any 3D content? Yep. Wow. Do you watch it much? Kids do. You know the new one's not going to have that, right? I don't care. Okay. As long as the kids know, mate. Don't want to upset the kids. (laughs) What do we want to spend on this 75-inch replacement for that cracking TV?
0: Not a huge amount. Mm. Um, I've looked at the Samsung Q70. Yep. So what do you think that's of that about, model? That's about getting? three
1: grand. Um that's a great T V. Um, you know, yeah. it's obviously a couple of runs down from their top end, but Jesus. Um the thing about the Q seventy is firstly it's Q L E D, so you are getting their their impressive picture. Um yep. it doesn't have the completely bezelless look of the Q ninety, but it does come close. Like it's got a, got a good slim bezel on it. And importantly it's got all the Samsung, you know, apps and everything built in. So Yeah, well you know, that's the it's that's a lot the advantage. Of
0: because um, what we've got now, we can't do all the apps. You have to run, try to run everything through Foxtel, but I still can't do Prime. I can't do Stan and all that.
1: Ah, so Prime, Stan, Netflix, all built into the Samsung without any concern at all. Um, plus yep. you can install the Foxtel Now app if you want to use the, the Now app instead of the box. Um, the, on, the only thing I'd say then is, you know, there's another $500 to save on the Q60, which is still a, a QLED, still 75 inches. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know... Whether your eyes are good enough to even notice the difference, it's probably worth looking at the physical difference between them. There might, again, it might just be around the bezel. Five hundred bucks for right. a thinner bezel—is it really worth the the extra? You know, um,
0: well, as a, at this point of time, um, I can get the Q seventy at the same price as the sixty.
1: Oh, that's good. Yep. Yeah. So you're getting it for like two and a half? You reckon?
0: Uh, two three.
1: Yeah, that's excellent, mate. Mate, I don't, I don't, I don't think know. we need. I mean, let's let's go down, uh, you know, a bunch of pegs. Obviously, for two grand, there's TCL and stuff. But I, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying to you right now, go and buy that TV. Like that's that's a great deal. Um,
0: well, I had, I did originally have um, LG many years ago and a Sony many years ago, mm-hmm. and I've loved them both. Um, that's why I want to talk in comparison. Is it worth sticking and staying, or is it? So is LG or the, are they all on par with each other these days? I
1: do think that. Like I won't lie, I think they're pretty much all on par with each other when you look at them. They've all got uh, steps up the ladder in every price point, which is all about picture quality and viewing angles and all those things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, LG don't have quite as many apps as Samsung. They're missing KO, for example, sports. If you yep. watch a lot of sports and you want to get rid of your Foxtel, that's a that's a real bummer on the, on the uh, LGs, but they've got Apple TV and all that stuff. Um, yep. Sony, you know, their new Google TVs, that, that'd be the only one I'd want you to look at is the, I think it's the 80J, x80J. So... Yep. It's got Google TV, which is the very latest from Google and Android on the TV. And it's it's a beautiful operating system. You know, every app except Foxtel basically is on that, and it's beautiful. And Sony Mm -hmm. do make a beautiful television. I've never had any complaints about Sony's. Okay. So maybe worth just a quick squeeze at the Sony 80J. And the other part about that, that when you you show someone like JB, for example, that you're, you know, not – all in sold on that samsung even though they have done you a great deal mate drive them hard get a sound bar or something you know get get something out of it there might be an incentive to get the sony over the samsung um but i i would hazard hazard to guess you won't be disappointed with either
0: right okay the
1: bottom line mate
0: all right okay yeah because i've I've done online a few reviews and all that and some people were just saying the sound quality on the 70s not great and and then some so on the 80J Sony, viewing's not the greatest. And so it's mixed reports for me.
1: You know, here's the problem. And this is weird for me to say, but here's the problem with reviews. Until you find the person that has the same eyeball as you, that's the person mm-hmm. that notices the same things you do, it's very hard to, to, to know which review to follow. They're, all reviews are trustworthy, but it's just... which. So when I do a headphone review, for example, some people have better ears than me. But, but for the people that have my ears and, and worse, then I'm a great judge of those things. Um, I oh. always say, for example, with TVs, I I like a look of a $1,200 TV as much as I do a $2,000 TV because I don't notice much of the difference. And I'm more about the hip pocket. So you know, I, I think that you can get really bummed down on, on comparing one after the other, especially when you're in store. You can hopefully notice the difference if you're allowed in store. don't know where you are. Where are you? And uh, In lockdown. Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> um, so once you can get in store and look at the two side by side, maybe that will help you understand. The the, the thing to look at, here's what I do on a TV. I try and queue up something with a dark scene so that you can see if there's any blooming from the bright into the dark areas. And you stand the TV on an angle. So you stand to the side and see, do they both yeah, well look that, the same that's what I've been, from the angle? That's
0: what I've been doing because um, the TV I currently got, if you look on the side, all you see is um, like a cloudy picture.
1: Yeah, well, that's rubbish. So, you know, that's... That's you got to look at viewing angle. You should stand in a store and, and look at both those TVs and decide yep. which one, which one continues to deliver the same colour brightness um, and picture clarity uh, on yep. that angle. And I, I'd be amazed if you didn't pick either of them because they're both. And bright.
0: do does motion rates and all that make a big difference?
1: But they do to some people, but again, that's a that's a very subjective thing. Depends what you watch right.
0: and how good your eyes are. So I don't. Oh, well, we're competitive on like car racing, footy, cricket. Yeah. So basketball, so they love the fast motion. I,
1: I watched qualify, qualifying last um, round on a uh, cheap Linsar good guys TV, and I didn't notice yep. any motion blur. But what I'm saying is if the best, like Stephen Fennec was sitting with me, he would have gone, that's blurry or something. But see, motion blur is different to blurring. So it's not like the screen is just blurry. It's just that you, you people with the best eyes... See the car in its current position and you know a half a frame backwards in you know one tenth opacity. Like it's it's a very very hard thing to see. And oh, yeah, well, I can, I can a, notice that, mate. I'd be amazed if there was much difference between the the Q sixty and the and the X eighty uh, from Samsung and Sony. It'd be a big difference yep. when you go down to the TCL and the High Sense at the cheaper level. But yep. mate, I, I'd again, I'd, I'd I think you'd be great with that Samsung.
0: All right. Happy I'll, shopping, I'll, brother. I think I'll stay with the semi, mate.
1: You've, you're in a good place. It's kind of part of the family. I think you're going to do a good thing by upgrading, and you're getting a great deal on the Q70. All right, cool. Good luck, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, Thank you yeah, anytime. Uh, get in touch. Um, it's fun thinking and you know buying through other people's eyes, <laughs> but um, not always easy because it's all subjective. Really important to remember that every step of the way. EFTM.com. If you've got a question, just click Ask Trev. I'll try and get back to you as soon as I can. G'day, Andrew.
5: Hey, Trev. How are you doing, buddy?
1: Really good, mate. How are you? I know you're in lockdown like we are because you're down south. Uh, apologies. I feel like that's probably our fault, but, you know, life goes on. It's the way it is, isn't it?
5: Yeah, it's where we are, and we've just got to push through.
1: Yeah, we're all pretty used to it. you got kids, so homeschooling. What's mm-hmm. the, the yep. G
5: O? Yes, yeah, no homeschooling. He's done all his work today, so he's uh, currently... Uh, playing do you find they get it
1: done at like by lunchtime that's what i found with mine this week it was like hang on a minute was there nothing scheduled for the afternoon and most of the time it's like well-being or p i said to my oldest yesterday i said go for a bloody walk come back when your apple watch says four kilometers or more
5: (laughs) Not nice yeah no we're going for a walk shortly
1: very good well i won't i won't keep you too long what did you want to talk about today Look, um,
5: I've got an older um, Nighthawk router, an R seven thousand, Yep. and I've uh, just purchased a, a new laptop that has the Wi Fi six, ah. and I'm just wondering if it's if it's worth upgrading the Nighthawk.
1: I mean, God, oh, geez, tough question, really, because if it if you're not noticing any issues with the network, why why would you? Mm-hmm. Right, um, like I was looking, so I just upgraded our HFC connection to thousand megabit and yep. thinking, well, this is going to be great, and I'm only getting like 400, 500. So what I'm going to do now is investigate whether I'm going to do my own, you know, what I say to everyone, go to the modem and do the checks. So I've I've just been mucking around with it on Wi-Fi. I'm going to find mm-hmm. out whether whether maybe my Wi-Fi network isn't capable of the extra speed, and so I need to do some work on that, or whether that's just what the capability of my house is. If sure. I notice that because, you know, homeschooling, more people on the network, the speeds were down or throughput was down or whatever – then I would, I would first say what's happening with the network. But, man, if you're not noticing it, then is it really going to make a big difference to your life? It's obviously an investment. But if you want to take advantage of it, that's the difference. There's a difference between noticing it and just wanting to take advantage. So, obviously, your Wi-Fi 6 device and in future devices will have a better connectivity. They will have no congestion. So you'll, And you may well notice that almost instantly by connecting to a Wi-Fi 6 network in your home um mm-hmm. just i guess response time is the kind of things you'll see but then there's the gaming side of things you know um if you wanted to upgrade to a gaming router that's going to give you quality of service control so you can actually route traffic prioritize traffic to certain devices like the TV or your computer over and above the kids devices or whatever it might be or the kids right. de- kids gaming machine over and above everything else in the house you know
5: oh exactly well that that is a consideration with the xbox and the and the pc and what have you yeah and it was i was wondering if that if, if i um needed to uh if that would work going through the modem or, or would i need to reconfigure the the modem to pass through to the router and have the router do the hand the hands uh, okay
1: thing. so what sort of nbn connection do you have
5: Got uh, fibre to the node, um, running a Thomson, you know, standard little Thomson from Ironet.
1: Yeah. So the answer is yes, you need the modem. Unfortunately, for FTTN mm-hmm. connections, and I think, and I've I've asked a lot and I've found a lot, but I think they're the only ones because you're using mm-hmm. the the legacy copper, and therefore it's kind of tricking the the network into being uh, full speed broadband. Um, mm-hmm. The the modem's there to do that work. Whereas at my place, yeah. the mm-hmm. modem. I've got is useless because I've got the little black box from the NBM which is literally they call it an NTD because it's the network termination device. It's like the end of their tentacle in my home. i just got to plug my my Warby into that and I get Wi-Fi for the whole house. No modem Mm -hmm. required. So it's just a network connection. So unfortunately you do but there's no issue with using a modem and a router as long as you configure the router from the start in the right mode. So you know, when you go through the wizard, it'll it'll tell you, or you can nerd out and, and get deep in it. But you know, it's like bridge mode, so that it knows it's not in control of all the traffic, and there's traffic coming through to it. And then if you notice anything, um, like if you're doing port forwarding and stuff, you've got to do a bit of work on that. But I don't think you'll need for the kind of stuff you're talking about. So taking advantage of Wi-Fi six, no configuration required. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even even QoS quality of service and and device priority that's happening on the router it doesn't the modem doesn't need to know that's happening. Because the modem yep. is just accepting whatever traffic the router pushes out of it and sends back. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think you'd have any issue with uh, and plug and play replacing one for the other.
5: And to get to get the full quality out of that, would you need to plug the modem into the internet in on the router rather than just a LAN port?
1: No, it's just a LAN port because <laughs> okay. because the modem the modem that you've got that internet in port is only there if you had. Um, an NTD from the NBN. Sure. That's where that would plug in, but then I would tell you to get rid of the modem. If So if you have yep. that ability, so you've got, in my in my mind's eye, I'm seeing six ports on the back of your modem, four are LAN ports, one is an internet in, and one is a like a, a the phone connection, yes, yeah? Exactly, yes. So, so if you were just to move house and go to a house that had fiber to the premise or HFC or something, you would no longer use the phone plug, you would use the internet in plug. So those two are kind of um, one or the other, and the other mm-hmm. four are simply for distributing that internet through the home, um, and in your case, you're going to do that through um, the router you've got or a new router. So I just if,
5: need to do some research on whether the router will will do quality of service from land port to land port.
1: It, you remember that what? the 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 router is doing quality of so you're using the internet input of the router to the land port of the Thompson modem. And so what's happening is the quality of service is once the traffic comes in through from from the the copper um, mm-hmm. through the phone line into the modem and then out the land port into the router through the internet in port. It's at that point where your your router says, okay, I want this to be prioritized above everything else, and yep. sends it off. So okay,
5: yeah, no, that that was my next question: is which which one just LAN in or the, the internet in? And it has to be the internet in. Or the that's right. for it yeah. to
1: work properly. So you're essentially <laughs> telling you don't need, you, you're, you're tricking the router in a sense. You're just telling the router that's where your internet's coming from. It doesn't need to know whether it's coming through a, a VDSL modem or through a direct connection in an office, you know. <laughs> um, it doesn't care. It's just getting traffic, it's just getting connectivity and allowing anything that's connected to it to use that connectivity. So yeah, okay. internet in and on the router.
5: That's right. And just turn the firewall off on the modem itself so I'm not getting a double Yeah, exactly. Double
1: Disable... Everything you can on that modem. So turn mm-hmm. off the Wi-Fi, turn off any firewalling. Rely on the router. And and the other thing I say to people is don't plug anything else into the modem. Even though yeah. you're sitting, that you know what I, I look at you go. You're in the same office. Like the the modems in the office, and there's a TV in there or there's a printer. Don't and, and you run out of LAN ports on your on your on your router. Don't plug mm-hmm. anything into the modem because then they're on a separate network for a start. So you know, printing to a network drive and stuff is impossible. But also, you lose the complete protection of anything you build into the router. No, so exactly, the modem should only have uh, the phone line coming into it, a power line coming into it, and from a LAN port, a single cable going out to the to the router. And then everything you can on the modem should be disabled, from Wi-Fi through to any QoS that might exist on it or firewalls. Turn it all off, so that mm-hmm. it's a it's a raw pass through of the network. All
5: right, I'll well, uh, definitely. I've got most of it off, but I, there are a few more items I know I need to turn off on it. Good luck. No worries. I'll look at this other. Let me know uh, if you end up going to Wi-Fi
1: six, and, and and critically, whether you notice a difference straight away, or whether it'll be a down the track thing once all the over the time your your devices upgrade.
5: Yeah, exactly. The follow up's always good.
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, Trev. Stay well. Uh, enjoy lockdown, mate. Let's uh, let's make a thing of it. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds good. All right, buddy. Stay well. See ya. And uh, if you've got a question like Andrew, it's always great to, to hear regulars. Andrew, if you're Your Tech Life listener from, I'm talking, you know, eight, ten odd years ago, um, Andrew's been a listener for that long, and I appreciate his uh, loyalty over that time. I remember Andrew um, was one of the one of the few who honestly did give me feedback when we switched from Your Tech Life to EFTM. It was like, dude, this is not what I want. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, here's the radio show you could listen to, I think, it was at the time. Um, I'm sure Andrew's pleased, like many, that um, we're back to... Back to the good old days. Thanks for your loyalty, Andrew. It's uh, it's greatly appreciated. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Thank you for listening. Trevor Long with you, taking your calls, trying to help with anything technology I can help you with. Gordon's on the line. G'day, Gordon. Hello, how are you? Really good, mate. What can I do for you?
2: Oh, I just want to know how do I pick a good TV and, uh, and for a good price?
1: So, I, you know what? It's a great question because, you know, so many TVs are bought every single day, but... The, the first thing I always say is, how big do you want? And is size more important than price? Which is more important to you?
3: Uh,
2: size.
1: I agree wholeheartedly, especially when it comes to TVs. Nothing else in life, just just TVs. Um, do you know what size you want to get or can fit?
2: Uh, 70 to 75.
1: Right, so you can fit a 75. Boom, that's what we're yep. going to get. So I here's what I love doing. I love, um, and this is probably pretty obvious to anyone who's heard me do this, but... I just go to the JB website, JB hi or Harvey. You could do either. You choose the 75 and then sort by highest to lowest because it's always good to look at the top end and tell yourself, well, I can't afford a seven thousand dollar TV, right? So I'm going to tell myself that straight away because then it's really how much can I afford to spend. Now I would say to you straight up, looking at this, the the price goes down as low as twelve hundred, and as we just heard, as high as kind of seven or eight grand. So the average kind of midpoint there is. There's a lot of TVs in the two to two and a half price range, and put simply, can you afford to spend that much money, Gordon?
5: Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: So, so you're in the good. You're in the the best position then, because you are talking about kind of the best um, mainstream TVs on the market. There, there are. It's it's literally TV season. There's still new models hitting the market right now. Um, I absolutely, and I've, I've already had another caller today talking about Samsung and Sony, but what's interesting, and people will compare those two calls, you haven't heard it, Gordon, but you know that guy was a Samsung guy. He, he had a Samsung, was pretty much looking to buy a Samsung and really just wanted me to convince him it was the right thing to do. Whereas yep. I'm saying to you, anything you buy, and I'm looking at this list going, uh, da, 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 anything with a two in front of it is going to be amazing. So at 1900, you start to go, this is, there's a slightly different television. And I'll tell you how you know. Samsung have a thing called QLED, amazing technology. But they also have a thing called Crystal UHD, which is the one below. That's the technology below QLED. That's at 1995, QLED, 2495 starting point, right? So There's a $500 difference, and and that's an important difference because they're different screen technologies. So Those TVs will look different, and I think that's really important to know. Um, LG use NanoCell versus just plain old UHD. So Samsung, Sony, Hisense, LG, four big, excellent, brilliant brands, all of them will please you greatly, especially if you get a 2021 model TV. So, mate, looking at the prices on the JB website, twenty three hundred and ninety five for a Sony brand new, twenty four ninety five for a Hisense or a Samsung brand new, one of those three TVs is gonna absolutely blow your mind. I've got we got a Hisense on our TV and our wall at home, eighty five inch, absolutely love it. What do you watch? What what apps do you use?
3: Oh, just the um, just a normal uh, like Netflix, Stan, a uh, bit of um. Um,
1: Disney, Ko, Amazon.
2: Yeah, that yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Amazon, Amazon.
1: Okay, and what about Ko Sport?
2: No, I don't. oh no, I haven't got into that one yet.
1: And do you have Foxtel for Sport?
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Get rid of it, mate. Save some cash. Twenty five bucks a month for Ko. So much better off. Anyway, that's a whole other problem that you've got. Um, but look, yeah. um, I, I think the the Hisense is an unbelievable TV. I think their their new models look amazing. I w- I would be, I'd be absolutely happy if you bought a high sense because I reckon you would call me back and go, how good's this TV? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, cool. They're a great TV. So, mate, seventy five inches is big. You're going to need to get it installed on the wall, which is a fun yep. job, but it's going to look sick. Um, don't spend more than three grand. Don't spend less than two grand. That's my advice.
3: Right, all right.
1: Good man. Enjoy. Happy shopping, Gordon.
2: Awesome. Thank you very much. Cheers,
1: mate. And uh, you can get in touch anytime you like. Um, I'll go shopping for you. And see, listen to that call, right? And let's go back to, was it Brad? I think it was Brad who was going to buy a Samsung. And there's a different answer because they're different people. Do you notice, you know, Gordon didn't really talk about anything about his knowledge of picture quality or his concern around them. There's a difference in what you do, what you want, and what you watch. He just wanted a 75-inch TV. I reckon he'd be very happy with that high sense. Uh love to hear from you. Any time to go to the website, eftm.com. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you always being there for me, like hopefully I am for you. Trevor Long with you, taking your calls, uh, and Les is on the line. G'day, Les. Hi, how are you? Yeah, really good, Les. What can I do for you?
6: My mother is getting on, and she's starting to get dementia, mm. And she's got a TV remote, which has got miles too many buttons for her. And yeah. she gets confused. And then she starts to hit the wrong buttons. And then she says, my TV's not working. So I was just wondering, is there a re- like a TV remote that's got maybe uh, the channel buttons and the volume buttons and yeah. nothing else? Just like maybe f- and an on and off button. So four, five buttons.
1: What, what sort of TV has she got?
6: She's got... It's an older version,
1: but it's an LG. Okay, that's good because I was going to say there's a lot of cool things you can get, but honestly, some of them struggle with random TV. So I'll give you an example. I put a TV up on the wall in what we call the kids' games room. um, And the Chromecast has its own remote and so you can control the volume and stuff in one remote. And there's no this brand didn't even exist on their exhaustive list, so it was very hard to program. Um, And a lot of the products I'm going to recommend to you are not smart at all, so they're not, you know, you can't just type in a product name and it just works. So they're going to be hit and miss. What happens is, yep. you know, I haven't, let me be clear, I haven't tried any of these, so you are going to be a guinea pig for yourself and me. <laughs> okay. But what will happen is these remotes, you'll point them at the TV and they won't do anything, and I, I think there'll be a setup process where it goes, you know, point it at the TV until it works and then press this button, which kind of registers on it what the, uh, what the TV is that you have. Basically, most okay. TVs power... Volume and channel is the same kind of frequency and, and infrared thing anyway, which is why yeah. these universal things exist. But mate, if you, uh, what I googled was dementia remote TV volume. I know it's terribly weird and an awful thing to have to to, to Google, but there's yeah. some great products out there, mate. Honestly, it looks amazing. There's there's a there's one that's bright orange because then also when you when your vision starts to go, it stands out. It's very obvious on the couch or wherever it is. Um, it's also good for kids. There's a there's there's one that's a, probably a bit bigger but it, but again it puts the buttons in a color as well so she knows that the the orange buttons are volume and the blue buttons ah, okay. are um, um, of a channel. Um, yeah. So um, amazon.com.au has a couple of things yeah. called big button remotes. Big so button the remote. the keywords are big button and universal. That's what you want. You want something big that's button. going to be universal.
6: Universal,
1: yeah. And mate, yep. the the Amazon one I'm looking at does look the best. It's called a Flipper, F L I P P E R. It's a hundred bucks. That's that's uh, a easy to program? I don't think they will. I think here's what'll happen: you'll get it, and it'll either work or it won't. Now, the good news is, I saw
6: I if, saw one on, mm-hmm. on the internet, and you and you um, face it to the current remote. Yes, but must transfer the data or something from one so to the other. So what it
1: does is it, it it's it's a learning experience. So what it does is it. it, it it takes the code from the one that you have and, and receives it. Most of these cheap ones I'm recommending to you, don't do yep. that. Um, it, it's These just work because there's there's certain, there's certain a certain number of, of commands that just work, and so you just need to flick a switch to tell it how it works. But as I say, about, I haven't actually tried it, so I can't tell you what the process is. But yep. the interesting thing on this flipper one is it actually has a, a panel that slides down, and underneath it are the actual number pads so that if you're there, you ah. could, you'd be able to you know change the channel yourself, but it slides yeah. away, and you could tape that up if you wanted to. So, say,
6: so, so, you can slide it. So she can't see all those extra. Buttons. She, she doesn't
1: see them all the time. No dramas right. at all. Now the flipper that I'm seeing on Amazon is probably the most expensive of the bunch. But yep. see, and as much as I love eBay and all that stuff, Amazon's great because if if you don't like it, you just put, you go to the website and you go. Doesn't work, or I don't like it, and you just send it back. Like it's just, it's oh, okay. brilliant. You go to a drop-off point near you, and and you just send it back. It's unbelievably good service for a retailer, okay. which doesn't exist in most places. There's some yeah. good ones on on eBay. Kogan have one called a universal remote for kids and seniors. It's only thirty bucks, oh, okay. and it literally has uh one of five buttons: power, channel up, channel down, volume up, volume down, and a mute button at the bottom.
2: Yeah.
4: So okay, thank you very much. I think that you'll be fine. Um, yeah. I,
1: I would I'd I'd roll the dice on the hundred dollar one from Amazon and uh, yep. and or the thirty dollar one from Kogan, mate. I think you'll you'll end up with a with a great solution there for mum.
6: Okay, thank you very much. I'll um I'll give it a try and see how it goes. Good
1: on you, Les, and uh, best of luck with it all, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers, and if you've got a question, like Les, anytime, uh, just go to the website EFTM.com. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. It's good to be back on the swing of things. Homeschooling has caused chaos for everyone, lockdowns as well, but I've found a few hours to sit down and do the show, so good to be here, good to be back, and if you've got a question, you go to the website eftm.com and click Ask Trev, that's what James did. G'day mate, how are you? I'm good, thanks Trev, how are you? You're locked down? Big time, mate, working from home, living the dream. How good is <laughs> it? Kids? Oh, I I was, it? You know what, I've decided, um, and a lot of people won't like this, but I'm, I'm just going to say happy lockdown. Uh, I'm going to treat it like a like an annual celebration. You know, let's just let's just be positive about it.
2: I agree. I got to say the uh, the best part about it. I'm doing a bit of a dry July. Yep. And yeah, the lockdowns helping big time. No That's positive. Yeah.
1: Well, the only thing is so I've done alright on the weight loss front, but um recently Cadbury released a chocolate that I do love and so the odd trip to the uh, servo to pick up milk, you know, the the essentials has ended in <laughs> a bit of chocolate consumption. I won't lie. So I,
2: yeah, I have a gold membership at Seven Eleven with their bloody Krispy Kreme.
1: <laughs> see, I don't like Krispy Kreme. I'm a Donut King man. So, you know. <laughs> if Donut King was suddenly appearing everywhere else, that'd be great. But see, the problem is, Krispy Kremes are disgusting. Um, they can be they can be kept in a in a little cabinet for days.
3: That's don't why.
1: That's why, mate. You need a fresh Donut King donut. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk donuts. Um, <laughs> Let's talk TVs, right? What What are you looking? You looking to buy something?
2: Yeah, I've just seen the the catalogue that's come out about the new Aldi 82 inch. Yep, I've uh, purchased a couple recently. One for my parents, uh, a couple for smaller rooms. Yep,
1: I'm not sure. When you say you purchased a couple, which brands have you purchased for those rooms? From
2: From Aldi, so their their brand. Yes, Mum's quite happy with hers. I think it was a 68 inch. Yep, it's quite big, and you know, it serves a purpose
1: for her. Yep,
2: for myself, a bit more. more fussy, I suppose. Yeah, totally. I currently, yeah, I have a Samsung which we use as our, like, our main TV. Yep. Bit of a theatre room being built, kind of, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And being 82-inch and that price is just ridiculous. I wasn't sure uh, what I'm getting for the money, really.
1: So, you know, I think it's unbelievable. That's what I think. I had okay. I lugged the friggin' thing up the stairs here at the office. It was enormous. I didn't even yeah. take it out of the box. It would have been easier if they just sent me the empty box. But anyway, that was, it was just my <laughs> idiocy. Um, but here's my experience. I know the company that makes the Born TVs. Um, yep. they're the same TVs as, as Linsar and a bunch of other brands around the place. You know, oh all right. these non non non-name brands come from pretty much a couple of places. Yep. And there's a couple, there's two things to take into account. One is picture quality, one is software. Let's talk software first. Mm-hmm. There's um, I'm gonna say there's three types of Audi TV these days. There's the what we call a Netflix TV, there's yep. an Android TV and there's a WebOS TV. Now, the Netflix TVs have Netflix. They might have Amazon Prime, YouTube, and YouTube Kids on them. And They're they, all preloaded, right? Yes. Yes. Is that what your mum's got? Uh, no. She got an Android TV? She has,
2: yes.
1: So so that's one step up where you can actually add your own apps. You can you can sign into an account, and you can add KO, everything. It's, it's brilliant. Yep. And then yep. there's this new one, which is mm-hmm. WebOS. Now, yes. it's LG's operating system. Which is yep. amazing. I'm just still blown away that it even is available on other TVs, and it also yep. means that the remote control you get is their magic remote. So it's like a mouse. You just wave your wand at the TV, and it's it's mate. It's brilliant. It's a really good operating system. If and user friendly. Very much so. Very much so. Okay. If I had the choice, I would try. I would get an Android <laughs> because <laughs> I, because you have more choice. There is okay. more apps, more flexibility for you. There's just more, right? Okay, but the default apps, the the apps that come with it, are absolutely fine. But mate, for okay. for twelve ninety nine plus delivery, yep, the the you're missing, you're missing a point. the The software doesn't matter because for a okay. hundred bucks at JB Hi-Fi, yep. you get yep. a Chromecast with Google TV, or Great. for maybe two fifty, you buy an Apple TV. So mm-hmm. that leads us to the next question of picture quality. Now, yep. I had the Linsar, which is good on sale at Good Guys, Linsar 82-inch yep. TV, Okay, um, sitting here at the office, and when lockdown started, um, for some reason, my wife said, why don't you turn the garage into a kid's games room? And I went, are you okay? I was um,
2: going to say, was he drunk?
1: <laughs> well, mate, but here's the thing. The garage has got a door. It's shut. And so what she's saying is, do whatever right. you want in there, but not yes. in the house. So okay. we went, okay, mom. And I, I backed the, Kenny the Kia Carnival up to the office and I put the 82-inch TV into the into the car. And by the way, they don't fit in anything. So in a box, that thing won't yep. fit anywhere. You need to get it delivered.
2: I, I was going to say, I did see it on the Today Show when you were standing next to it. And oh, my goodness, it was it's massive.
1: unbelievable. It's so good. Um, anyway, um, I went to Amazon.com and I bought a quality uh, weight weight um, suitable mount for it for $200 yep. um, for the wall. And I personally drilled that into the wall, four anchor screws, bolts into the wall, measured Mm. out, and I thought, I've done this. And then I got my 14-year-old son to help me lift the bloody thing, and it was hard. We struggled. We struggled, but we got it up, and so it's on the wall. So in terms of picture quality, because I think this is going to be the exact same with the Bourne, no, it's not great. But do you know when it's not great? When you're on... Like the menu of an Xbox, or when you're on a screen that's all black with with white writing on it. So what right. you what I notice as a as a person who reviews these things is I notice the backlighting isn't consistent. You get this kind of blooming here and blooming there. Right. So I thought, oh, this is you know it's okay. But then the kids they got their bean bags. We got bean bags for the room from Amazon. We got everything happening in that room, right? right. And I go, let's watch a movie. So we've got a fetch box hooked up to it as well, and we picked a movie, an animated movie, like The Croops or something. I don't know. It was some weird... Okay, yeah. Very cool Plenty of thing. colour and stuff. Lots of colour. Mate, yeah. I sat back, watched that movie, and went, this is awesome. Wow. Awesome. Like, honestly?
2: Yep.
1: Mate, put it in the theatre room. Enjoy. Yep. You've got it. So your options are you get a... You paint a wall with good paint, and you put a projector in, right? And you've got a bigger screen. Or you spend absolutely bucket loads more money and you get a you know a top-of-the-line bloody screen. Yeah, no, yeah, mate, buy the Aldi TV, enjoy okay. the hell out of it, and, mate, in a year or two, when you go, actually, we could do better, do better.
2: Yep, right.
1: <laughs> and just on that
2: year or two, that was also a concern. You only get a uh, one-year warranty.
1: Well, you get a one-year warranty, but you're still covered by Australian consumer law. Okay. Always remember that. So if that TV fails in the next, yes. I'm going to say, four years for a cheap TV, right? Yep. Fails, and I mean there's a big green line down the screen. It doesn't turn on or yep. whatever. As long as you didn't do it, then mm-hmm. you go to Alley and you walk in and say, Well, I'm a supporter,
2: mate, so potentially I could put my foot through it.
1: Well, that is not going to be covered by Australian <laughs> consumer law, okay? Okay, I'm hearing that. All right. Now, that's the problem. <laughs> Don't get angry and throw anything at it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Parramatta fan too, so let's just not talk about that. Um no. The if, you, if it has a big green line through it, dead pixels or whatever, you walk into Aldi and you say, I'd like to um, speak to the manager, and they bring the manager, yes. and you say, um, I've got a photo here on my phone of my TV because I'm not going to bring it in. It's 82 inches. I bought mm-hmm. this here. Here's the receipt. He'll say it's not covered by warranty. You'll say it's covered by Australian consumer law. There's absolutely cool. no reason why this shouldn't still work. He'll go, no, nah, it's not, and you'll argue, and you yes. will tell him that if he doesn't help you, that you will go to the uh, ombudsman and a uh, fair trading. And right. they will poo their pants and give you a new TV, um, of of whatever make they have at the time. But okay. also, mate, if you can get three or four years out of the thing,
2: yeah, then and that's the thing. I don't mind if it goes that three or four years for that price. That's right. I'm all.
1: That's the that, mentality man. to take it with. You, yeah. I, I actually think that that games that TV in my games room, mainly because it's not the main TV, therefore not being turned on and off every day, mm-hmm. it's not being used every day. I reckon it's probably going to last me five or six years. Okay. And all I'm going to do is upgrade the Apple TV on it and stuff like that. And, and, yep. mate, when my kids start to notice the quality or the blooming or the whatever the heck is going on, I'll be like, yep. well, dude, you do my job and we're all sorted because I don't need to review tech anymore. You can do that for me. Perfect. Um. So, mate, honestly, buy yep. it. You'll love it. There you it. go. Because, Just mate, it is questions. epic size. Like, I, I still what? walk into that room and go, holy
2: crap, it's huge. Yeah. Like I said, when you stood next to that and I – Got my tape measure out and measured it, and I've gone, oh wow! Like, surely it's not
1: this big. So, have you have you is the room built? Like, do you know where it's going to go? I do, yes. Get, so at mate, the moment, what it, I did to, to convince yeah. my wife to, to allow us to upgrade the living room TV, I got painter's tape and i i drew, I put corners. I put the corners of where the new TV was going to be. Yes. She walked in with these massive green tape and this sixty five inch TV in the middle, and I went, "That's the size." She goes, "Get it." Wow. I went, Thank you very much. And so we, that's, we've got an 85 inch High Sense in our lounge room. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. With this Aldi one, mm.
2: if you watch uh, Free to Wear, yep. like I'm watching the News Today show and so forth, yep. I notice when I'm in Harvey Norman and so forth, the quality isn't quite there. No, that's right. Because it's so big, right? That's
1: right. Yep. So, the better the quality of the content coming in, mm-hmm. the better. So, think of it this way it's a 4K TV, right? So, yep. I should declare that the movie we watched the other night was not in 4K, actually, no, it wasn't. It was HD. So yeah. the thing, a word you might hear a lot is upscaling. The ability, so yes. I, I've got an 8K TV here in the office and I'm watching it now and I'm watching SD qu- content. But Samsung, yes. Samsung have amazing technology that knows how to turn a little picture into a big one. Whereas yeah. Kogan and Linsar and Born, they don't. Or well, they they could, but that would cost more money and that's why it's cheap TV. So yeah. there is a compromise to be made in its ability to show you a picture that isn't good on such a big screen but the yeah. better you watch so the if you're that's right every time you can choose 4k so if you're yes. if you're going to watch a movie choose a 4k version because yeah i remember this with the first cheap 4k tv i had it was a kogan it was dick smith actually it's 200 bucks mm-hmm. it was like a 40 incher and and watching the news looked awful because it just didn't know how to feel. It didn't know how to take 720 pixels and turn them into 2,000. But yep. then when I plugged in an Apple TV 4K and watched a 4K movie, I went, oh, my God, this is beautiful. So TV. when you're watching 4K content on any 4K TV, it's yes. going to be good. When you're watching non-4K content on a bad quality computing-wise 4K yep. TV, then it's, you're going to notice the difference. That's when you'll notice the difference.
2: Yeah, there you go. Okay, one final question, if you don't mind. Yeah. I'm kind of into this uh, new to IPTV. Yep. Downloaded a couple of uh, apps, I don't know. Is it legal, first of all? No. Oh, okay. Can we
1: talk about it? Yeah, you can talk about it. Like, well, I don't know what specifically you, you're talking about, but let me put it to you this way. If you're yeah. watching something that yeah. is not avi- – that sorry, that is available in Australia on a paid platform and you're getting yeah. it another way, yeah. then – in some way, you're you're bypassing or infringing the rights of the person who owns the content, right?
2: Even though I'm paying a subscription.
1: To who? What's the name of the company?
2: Uh, I actually can't remember this one. I've changed a couple.
1: Oh, so it's like it, it's it's like a, an, an, an offshore, you know? Yes, it is. Yeah, no, mate. I, so I, I respect the fact that it exists, and I don't have a problem with you doing it. But the yeah. problem is, you're never going to guarantee that it's always going to be there
2: yes i get that so yeah one
1: one day you're able to watch the muddy sky sports the next day it's not there or whatever yeah. it is that's the problem yeah so right
2: now we have multiple streaming uh services subscriptions mm. but because there's so many i thought you know what for a hundred dollars let me just see how this goes without cutting all the kids stuff that they're using now like stands and netflix and uh this ko this this house is it's costing me a fortune <laughs> but on this new TV, can I download those sort of apps? No, or is it only the
1: Android TV? No, that's that's not going to work on a on a web OS. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? There might be. I, I I've actually never looked, but again, yep. forget mate, forget the TV. Think of the yep. TV as a screen. Okay. There, buy a little box. There'll be a little Android TV box you can buy that you can do yep. all your hacking away on. Yeah, okay. And plug that in HDMI two, and there you go. But also, yeah. I'd say to you, look, you know, Stan, fifteen bucks a month, Netflix, twenty bucks a month. KO yep. 25 bucks a month Disney you know if you're willing to spend 100 bucks a month then across the, the four basic subscriptions you should be covered and there yep. should be plenty for the kids and you to watch including live sport
2: yeah get
1: it enjoy thank you Trevor. Mate, I, I want to see a photo when that TV is delivered like you standing next to it and then I want to see a photo of it up on the wall
2: sounds like a
1: plan. Always use children for scale Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, that's, bigger, right? that's why on the when I the Today Show, I don't know if you noticed, but the reason I walked backwards because it didn't look that big when it was yeah. just behind me.
2: I noticed you stand next to it. But then I went and stood to you, next
1: right? to it and it's like, hang on, people, this is how big it is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, I don't think you can fathom it until you see it for yourself. That's right. I, I do get that for sure.
1: All right, buddy. Good luck.
2: I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. No worries. All Anytime. Let me know
1: how it goes. Thank you. Have a good
2: afternoon.
1: Cheers, you two. Um, enjoying lockdown there. James and his big new TV. Awesome. Sounds good. Enjoy. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to all those people who um, emailed over the last three weeks or so. Um, And I'm sorry, some people like you calling. What? Hello? Who? What? Because it's been so long since they emailed. But I appreciate them. Uh, their original emails and for getting in touch and for taking my calls and for letting me help them out with their tech problems or buying uh, questions. Um, A lot of TV questions. Uh, And this is a funny thing about um, the lockdowns. And I know there's people that are financially impacted by it, but there's also a lot of people who who really aren't. And that means that there is consumer spending going on. Um, And that's, I I love helping you spend your money. I'm, I'm very bad at spending my own. So I may as well be better at spending other people's um so yes always always good to have those calls as well always get in touch folks eftm.com is the place to go click ask trev that's the emails and they'll come through and i will do my best to get you on the show if i can um if you haven't downloaded the eftm app please do so um we are desperately in the throes of trying to finalize um some updates to that which will allow me to kind of sign off it as being really finished version one there's 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 a big tick to be done on that but um Hopefully very, very soon. So just keep the download going. And by the way, we've added notifications to the browser as well. So if you go to eftm.com on a Chrome browser or something, um, click the notifications um, and allow them uh, and you'll get a little pop-up when you're on your computer about new articles that we have. Because what I'm finding is just you've got to know about it and that's the best way to let you know is through those notifications. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I'll leave you to your day. Happy lockdown, folks.
0: Might sound crazy what I'm about to say.